Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Hi everyone, welcome back. This week we are going to be talking about the subject of gentleness um, because we're sort of going through, not that systematically, but we're sort of looking at the fruits of the Spirit or the fruits of the Holy Spirit in the Bible and gentleness is one of them. So um, Hannah, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, very gently. Do you want to kick us off very gently? <laughs> oh dear, I don't know if I can promise that, but I will definitely <laughs> kick us off. Um, yeah, I'd love to kick us off. I've been think I've been really pondering this one. Um, I think it's one I've thought about quite a lot, actually. And I think I don't know. Maybe you find it more straightforward to define, but I actually think it's quite hard to define what it is mm. and kind of figure out. Uh, what it looks like even and I think in thinking it through I've kind of pondered quite a bit what I feel quite strongly it isn't and I think in that feeling quite a sense of I think it's probably my own issue rather than anything anyone's ever said to me or anything but I suppose I remember as a teenager feeling quite strongly about I'm quite and I was even more so as a teenager, quite loud. <laughs> and um, No, surely not. <laughs> I suppose quite full of... <laughs> no, I know. And I suppose quite like a f- like just large energy personality. But in that, not, you know, always sort of having quite a compassion for other mm. people. But I just remember it grating a bit as a teenager, feeling like there were people around me who spoke quite gently or quite quietly I yes, should say actually yeah. um who spoke quite quietly and then the assumption that they're like mm. a gentle person as a result of that and feeling quite annoyed yeah. about that because I'm like I'm not sure that's the definition of gentle I'm also not sure that being overbearing like I could be is either <laughs> a def is, is a definition of gentle either I'm not saying that but I think like is a bit of a bugbear of mine this and I didn't mean to start here, but I have started here now. <laughs> Dived right in with my annoyance. Oh, no, that's not very gentle, is it? Well, we don't know yet, do we? Because we're not sure what gentleness is. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. But I think um, feeling like it is not timidity. Mm. Gentle is not timidity. It is not having no opinion or, like, having any thoughts. It's not... you are allowed to correct and still be gentle I don't think they contradict one another Mm. um and I suppose just feeling like maybe not necessarily particularly in church life but I think I have kind of seen a bit of it in church life of people who trying to kind of put on what they think is the right persona of like a gentle person or kind of and i I guess I would connect that as well with maybe people who are putting on the persona of being quite submissive Mm. and kind and peaceable, but it not being the heart in right in their heart, who they are. And so when you come across, across areas of conflict, you can be quite surprised at the claws that come out, (laughs) um, in those situations or you can kind of be quite surprised by quite a harsh response Mm. um but I think 
that maybe, I suppose with all of the fruit of the spirit, there can be a gulf between what people want to present as this is who I am and what is actually how, where has Jesus actually changed us in our heart? And more broadly, when we're talking about fruit of the spirit, aren't we? We're talking about how we change and grow from the inside out. And we're not talking about how we present ourselves to the outside world, but it's there's no depth to it. We're talking about from the depth of who we are being changed, aren't we? So yeah, yeah. I don't think in my head that was more succinct than I think I have just expressed it. <laughs> but I suppose that's just starting with a kind of sense of, well, I don't think it's that. I don't think gentleness is a timidity because like it says in the Bible, he hasn't given us a spirit of timidity. Um, that's not who we are in Jesus. So then mm. I guess it begs, I don't know if you would agree with that. And then also, I guess it begs the question of, well, what is it then? Um, yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I don't know if I started that very well. <laughs> well, no, I think I think that's a helpful place to start because at least we've started in what we don't think it is. And I similarly had thought the same as you. And I think that's probably a personality thing because yeah, yeah. I had also thought about the fact that we often describe people as gentle, who are quiet, who mm. are shy, mm. who I would say are timid. Mm. Um, we often don't describe someone who's quite confident or maybe who's extroverted as gentle. Yeah. And yeah. yet they're not polar opposites. And, you know, I we have to, because we're doing this podcast and it's about a Christian life, but looking at Jesus as well. So he yeah. describes himself as gentle yeah. Gentle and lowly, like the book yeah. that you love to read. Yeah. He describes himself as gentle and lowly, but there was, like, he was not timid. Like, he was yeah. not shy. He yeah. wasn't, um, he didn't sort of hide back. He was opinionated. He was clear. He was direct. He was forceful in things. He, yeah. he said what he thought. Yeah. And those aren't things that we would naturally think of, I think, as gentle, but yeah. because it's Jesus, we know it is. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, um, yeah, I think I think that's a really important one because I, I think that we can also sometimes do this with peaceful. We say people are peaceful yeah. when actually they're just very quiet. Yeah. Um, and they might be peaceful, but sometimes I've, I've sat there and thought, oh, are you calling them peaceful just because they actually don't, they're not really that opinionated or they just keep themselves to themselves or, you know, because I think they're two different things. And I think like yeah. you say... We are looking at the heart because you can very easily... Well, it does talk about, like, clothing yourself yeah, with humility and gentleness. And I guess I think about, like, putting that on yeah, in our dealings with people. But then, like you say, it's not something that is... It's not something that's meant to be false. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I would say that there are situations which I go into where I actively and purposefully am gearing myself up to be gentle in them. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I don't know that I do that all the time. Yeah, and I suppose different situations require something a little bit different of us, don't yeah. they? And there's so having the wisdom to know what is needed in that moment is quite crucial. But I think then in figuring out, well, what is it then? And thinking how 
So I really agree with what you've just said as well. I think maybe, maybe you're right. Like maybe we would kind of do come at it from a similar point of view, from a similar personality. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I think just thinking about what is it though, and I I think. I had a really, I feel like I've been on a journey with gentleness of kind of figuring it out and figuring it out for myself. And I remember when my sister was first diagnosed with um, stage four cancer about sort of six years ago, uh, just under that, we, um, we've we just celebrated her five years clear of cancer. So Excellent. praise God for that, because at the time it wasn't a terminal diagnosis, but it was very near a terminal it was a very rare form of cancer that they didn't really know how would respond to chemo and radiotherapy in a woman of her age and heritage um and I remember just sort of feeling really sad really sad for her and craving the company of a few women who I would describe as gentle and in that I don't mean any of what we've just said it isn't yeah. mm. but what what I do think it is or what I do think I I was craving that they represented was people who I could be incredibly vulnerable with when I felt very fragile and and sad who I knew wouldn't who I knew would listen I knew would yeah. just give me a lot of space to talk would give me a lot of space to be vulnerable wouldn't try and kind of wouldn't be harsh wouldn't yeah. bring their own stuff into the conversation would just be able to hear this is my grief in this moment and not kind of pour into that like their own issues or things they wouldn't be harsh with me that I knew that they would not be harsh I knew that they'd just speak really kindly yeah. And um, be really warm as well. Probably give me mm. a lovely cuddle and just be available. And that was just like, they were, I just remember the feeling of it. It's just like this warm blanket tonic of just gentleness. And more recently as well, I, we've talked about before, having both having had quite tough years and stuff. I think I've been thinking about gentleness again and again sort of thinking how someone who's gentle is able to really consider you as a person and what you're mm. saying without an agenda of their own necessarily or without kind of without it making a comment on them and them reacting yeah. to that and yeah. they just can really hear you be fragile, be vulnerable or be whatever, or even be angry, they can hear that as well. Mm. And they will just respond with like probably quite calm, probably very caring, yeah. probably very warm. And you will just feel in safe hands. I think yeah. that's, that's the outcome of it for you when you encounter it. You feel you're in a safe place and you feel yeah. like someone's really cared for you. Um, yeah yeah I agree with that because I think there is a softness yeah and a ten tenderness Warmth. I think a yeah. tenderness also goes That's with it word. as well yeah and also I think you know it's no coincidence that it comes alongside love and kindness 
Because I think generally I've been thinking about it, like the more love and compassion you have for someone, the the sort of more gentle it should lead you to be, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, um, yeah, I can't can't remember what I was... I was going to say, but um, I don't. I don't really think that our society values gentleness at all. Yeah. Because I think it's perceived as being a pushover. Yeah. Or perceived as people taking you for granted, or yeah, being a bit not of a really being being a doormat. Yeah, not really being assertive. Yeah. And yet, like you say, it's absolutely vital. And and more and more, like when life feels like it gets harder and harder, we we really need gentle people to come alongside us. Yeah. Um, and I agree with what you're saying that when I was thinking about gentleness, I think that the reason why it's so special when you get it is because it really feels like the person's had to dampen down everything else for themselves in order to be gentle like like you think like selfless isn't yeah, it it is yeah, yeah. it's totally other centered because yeah. you're not bringing any of your own stuff to it yeah. um so you're not trying to fix them yeah um which i find really difficult not to do but you you're not trying to fix them you're not trying to bring a solution you're not trying to argue a point you're not trying to go oh yeah i know what that's like i've had that happen to me as well you're not trying to do that you're completely like, i think it goes really well for me gentleness goes really well with uh, listening well yeah, yeah. Um, which yeah. I'm trying to do more and more, and I still yeah. have a long way to go. But I think because when you're listening well to someone, you're not thinking, oh, what's the point I'm going to bring next? And yeah. how am I going to get my thing in there? You're just totally focusing on what they're saying. Yeah. And I think that means that you can respond to them in the moment because gentleness also feels a bit like we said at the beginning, where you. You can't always dictate what it's going to look like in a particular situation. Yeah. But part of listening to the person well means that you respond as you need to or as they need you to in that moment. Um, Because I think when we talked about also what it's not, I don't believe it's also just, I mean, I said in it, it's not permissiveness. I don't think it's just like shying away from the truth as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes we can think that of like, well, I, I'm going to be gentle, so I can't really say, I, c- I can't really share the truth here, even though it's a difficult truth. Whereas yeah. I'm like, Jesus yeah. did directly um, yeah. speak the truth to people. And I've known it in my own life, but you can do that gently. Um, yeah. So, so Yeah. I don't know how that adds to it, but there's just some things that I I was thinking about as well. No, yeah, I think that's a really good point because I think, um, you know, like I was sharing about my sister and one of the people actually who I really wanted to kind of talk to about it because I knew she would be very gentle. She is a doctor herself and um, and we we had kids in the same classes and things like that. And I knew that she would tell me a bit honestly the state of affairs but I knew it would be with a real tenderness and compassion so it's not like I was looking I don't think gentleness needs to kind of lie about the reality um I I think it's really like there's a real strength to gentleness isn't there of how Mm. and a power in it of how it can 
shine a light on things or just be really true. But because it comes with a care and a tenderness towards the other person, it's it's palatable, isn't it? Yeah, and um, yeah. you can hear. And I suppose you know, I mean, that is Jesus, isn't it? Because mm. he is so for us, and because he has made a way to deal with our biggest issue of ourselves and our sin at great cost to himself on the cross that like you you know he there's so much love towards us you can hear it when he corrects you or when he disciplines you because it's not coming from a place of scoring points or pointing out error and I was thinking about that earlier as well of like I suppose it's near impossible to be gentle when you are being quite judgmental or judging Mm. another person isn't it if you perceive yourself to be better or even because I don't think we normally necessarily think like that but if someone's sharing with you a situation and you kind of think well I would never do that or kind of you know they're they're sharing maybe they're sharing a situation where you kind of think oh I think that's a bit of your own making actually yeah (laughs) which might be true but if you are kind of sitting a bit in judgment of that person it's very hard to be tender towards them isn't it and just sort of enter into the emotion of what they're saying they're feeling and the reasons for it and just having compassion on that person and if that is your starting point I think you can then challenge and correct and all those things because I think someone can feel that of this person's really for me and so when they're saying something now I know it's not to hurt me or harm me I know it is for my good um yeah absolutely I think you can tell when it is to hurt you or it is to score points or like like we've been talking about actually they're commenting now and it seems a bit random and actually I think it's a bit more to do with them than what I'm talking about for myself here yeah I agree like I I think for me I was thinking about obstacles for me showing gentleness I think uh frustration like a bit like you were saying if you yeah. like judgment but if you're frustrated with them yeah, yeah or like you're thinking why did you do that that was yeah, so, yeah, that, that was, was obviously gonna do this <laughs> I know, I know. um or, or you're frustrated like with yourself like you know how you've dealt with a situation or it you know brings up something in you yeah. um I was thinking if you're if you've got anxiety or fear within a situation that obviously is quite difficult then because I feel like gentleness can be so easily overpowered it's so mighty and it's yeah. so powerful in and yeah. of itself but I feel yeah. like it can so easily be overpowered yeah, yeah um, that's true and I think also defensiveness or mm. feeling let down by people can really affect your gentleness you know yeah. so if someone I was thinking about a situation where someone came and brought a it was only a slight criticism, but my defensiveness overpowered any gentleness I might have, yeah. um, which I regret. Um, but Or tiredness. I guess if you're tired, then you're less likely to be gentle because you, yeah. you will just react. Yeah. Um, but I know for me that I'm at my most gentle uh, when I'm dealing with the more vulnerable the pe- the people are or I perceive them to be yeah brings that out my um gentleness more so like when I go into prison and I'm working with the prisoners it's a bit like I'm 
I'm really aware that I'm putting gentleness on because some of them have gone through horrendous situations and are obviously very vulnerable that I yeah. am really, really aware of my gentleness. Yeah. Whereas actually I was thinking um, sometimes other Christians do not bring out my gentleness because <laughs> I find myself thinking, you should know better. You should absolutely know better. And then I'm obviously I'm sitting in judgment. I'm not saying this is okay, by the way, everyone yeah, listening to this. Yeah. Um, and there have been a few times where God has just, again, very gently, but just said to me, you know, when I've been complaining about someone or like, oh, so frustrating. Why can't they do this? And, I, and I've heard God say to me, I want you to treat them like you would a prisoner. Mm. And immediately... I'm much more gentle yeah. because I've perceived them to not be as broken or as vulnerable or as not in need. And so I've sort of gone, I don't need to be as gentle in that situation. But as soon as then God's spoken into that for me and said, actually, they are just as broken. They might not look like it, but they are just as broken. Treat them like you would a prisoner. Immediately, I behave differently towards them. Yeah. And I shouldn't need God to do that, but I do because... yeah. I'm far less gentle than I want to be. I mean, this is an area that I really want to grow in yeah. and I'm better in than I used to be, but it's, it feels like there's so much more progress that I want to make in it. Yeah. Um, but I know that I've really needed God to just sort of highlight that to me of you might be sitting there thinking, well, they should know better, but actually, no, they, they are just as vulnerable. They might not look it. That yeah. they are just as vulnerable and in need of gentleness as yeah. these other people that you actively clothe yourself with gentleness for. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's just for me thinking honestly about the types of situations where I find it easier and, and harder to be gentle. Yeah, I don't think that I think that's probably pretty common human experience I think we're probably all like that I think there's probably mm. people we're more hopefully. aware of hopefully yeah, it's no, not I just me we are. I think we are <laughs> I am I know I am too I think we all are and I think we like it with ourselves too and I think it affects our perception of what God is like I mean it's yeah a lot of the point of that book gentle and lowly isn't it I think we kind of imagine that maybe Jesus will get really just tired of the same conversation with us about maybe things we've done wrong or kind of yeah. you know we really believe that or we come to believe when we come to salvation when we come to Jesus we are convinced that yes you can deal with my sin and you want to do with my sin deal with my sin yes please to salvation but then can forget years later like as we've walked with him that's still his feeling to us every day of our lives that he yeah. wants to deal with our sin and we need to just say yes to that and yes to his forgiveness um can sometimes just imagine that maybe he's just grown a bit tired of us or maybe when he said I'll offer you forgiveness he didn't quite expect that we'd be as awful as we are or so, yeah. you know, stuff like yeah. that like he's he knows and yeah. he is forever gentle toward mm. us and patient towards us because he knows that we need his help he knows we can't figure it out or do it for ourselves and I don't think like you've just you've just said and I would agree with that I am like as well I think we don't treat other people like that always we kind of I think our compassion 
and patience towards other people quite often has a bit of a time limit on it doesn't yeah. it um, yeah and I think the same is true of how we are with ourselves I think we can get very frustrated with ourselves when we don't see more progress maybe in an area mm. um, or more change and we kind of forget to be gentle with ourselves and I don't mean that as a kind of letting ourselves off the hook way yeah. but a, just a kind of like I be tender with myself which doesn't mean I'm not going to really challenge myself and correct myself but I'm going to be tender towards myself because yeah. I really need to be we all really yeah. need that and I just love that verse um I think about that verse quite a bit of a bruised reed he will not break mm, yeah and that's just a gorgeous picture isn't it of like you know somebody really bruised fragile vulnerable and Jesus comes in and in in those situations he doesn't he doesn't break people he doesn't break that he nurtures and restores and helps I so want to be like that I want to be someone who nurtures and restores and helps and doesn't make judgments of, well, that's your fault, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not, not someone who's harsh either. And I just, I don't think we need any more of that in culture, do we? There's plenty of that. And I know I can be like that. And, you know, I know I will be gentle with myself and <laughs> not condemn myself for that. I know I'm a work in progress I just I want to learn gentleness because it's just such a a soothing balm and a help to people isn't it yeah yeah and we've talked about before like my favorite chap one of my favorite chapters being you know how God deals with Elijah when he's burnt out and oh yeah you know struggling in 1 Kings 19 and that you should you should say it again just in case yes. someone hasn't heard you on the other podcast yeah well check out 1 Kings 19 yeah. if you're feeling a bit weary and burnt out and tired check out how God deals with Elijah who felt exactly the same and and actually I realized when I was thinking about this podcast that I'd inadvertently had for ages one of my favorite chapters being about gentleness um Uh, yeah that is just so appealing it is so appealing and and also because I've known that God like I I've I've had a few situations recently where I've just um things have been quite hard and I've sat out in the garden and spent time with Jesus and I've just cried um as I've as I've processed stuff and I've just felt a real strong sense of his gentle gentle presence of and almost like each time I've done it a really strong picture's come into my mind of him just sitting with his arm around me Mm. um, and just letting me cry Mm. and then asking me how I feel in it and I mean it's so gentle so Mm. I've had times like that where I've just I feel like I've just sat with him and he's just he's just let me weep and let me process things but I've also had times where I've sat with him and I've been trying to work through something and he's just spoken his truth to me and it's it's sometimes hard to hear but the way he said it to me the way I've heard him say it to me has has seemed so gentle um and actually I'm naturally quite a sensitive person so I think if there was any opportunity for me to take it in a harsh way I probably would yeah. But the fact that every time Jesus talks to me and he said some hard stuff for me to hear, but every time I've heard him, it's it's so gentle because it's bringing life and it's bringing hope and it's encouraging into 
the potential of what he's put in me rather than condemning me. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing with gentleness, isn't it? It's always encouraging. Yeah. It's always bringing the best out of someone. It's never like pushing down and suppressing and, you know, demoralizing someone yeah. and making them yeah. despair. It's always yeah. sort of breathing life and hope and joy yeah. and kindness and love and all those other fruits of the spirit. It's breathing all of that into a situation. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've just known Jesus do that with me. And as he's done it with me more and more, he's obviously modeled it to me perfectly. Yeah. Um, and so that's why then I sometimes feel frustrated with myself when I, like I was, I had a situation where God had dealt with me really gently for a long period of time over a particular thing. And then my daughter was struggling with something quite similar. And I responded so not <laughs> gently Oh, and immediately after it came back and was like, Jesus, I'm so sorry because you have dealt with me so gently. Yeah. And I've just been impatient with my daughter. And I'm like, if you'd have been like that with me, I would have got nowhere. And and so I was really like, you've modeled it to me perfectly. Please help me to model that to other people. And like you said, it's being kind to yourself when you don't get it right. Um, and because it's a fruit of the spirit, it's the Holy Spirit doing it in you. So really, you yeah. just got to be like, Holy Spirit, I want to grow in this. Yeah. Um, although the only problem is that, as we've said with all of these things, growing in it means you end up putting in an environment where... That's hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard. <laughs> Quite often. <laughs> where you're not with people that are gentle and Jesus is like, <laughs> now be gentle in this situation. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. but they're so annoying. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Just as you were talking, though, I was thinking about um, the pace of gentleness. It is slow, isn't it? It's very hard to kind of yeah. be gentle quickly, isn't it? Um yeah. It is quite like it takes time. It listens yeah. well. You can't do that in a rush. You can't do that in a kind of tick list. Right, I've got 10 minutes. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of, um, yeah, and like you've described there, of just sort of pouring your heart out before Jesus and just knowing that he's He's listening. And he's so gentle in that way. The pace of it, he has... Mm. such time for us doesn't he and he's not in a rush and he's not trying to wrap up the conversation to move on to the next meeting of the day or anything like that yeah yeah he's got his gaze like firmly upon you and it really is going at your pace yeah I've never really considered that but yeah we'd sort of think of striving as being the opposite of gentleness wouldn't we because it's like go 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 which again is what our society is like yeah um but actually yeah I think there is an aspect of slower and more gentle it doesn't always mean that slow being slow is more gentle no Um, no 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 but I I do agree with you like uh, Jesus does take his time with us and I think that's why for me it comes alongside like listening well yeah because when you're listening well you're taking your time with the person you're not rushing them along or getting them to a Um, a point for you to interject with your key bit of information you're going completely at their pace so if they want to however much they want to share you just let them share it you're not like constantly badgering them to share information that they don't want to share yeah um you're sort of 
And that's why I think it's so hard. And it goes alongside self-control, doesn't it? Because I think there's so much self-control when you are trying to show gentleness to other people. Yeah, because you have to lay aside your kind of your own stuff, don't you? You can't kind of allow your own feelings on things to kind of if someone's in deep distress you can't like it's so unkind or ungentle to kind of respond with something that you're feeling or haven't processed that adds to their distress isn't it like that's just awful yeah um so yeah you really have to lay aside yourself don't you in a way to be able to respond and I was um John was telling me about a psychologist who was saying that feeling heard or being like someone really listening to you is equivalent to the feeling of being loved like they're so closely aligned yeah I've Um, heard that yeah I think it's totally true isn't it and yeah it's just it's lovely when someone gives you that it's lovely when someone gives you their attention and their time to kind of try to understand what you're saying to them Um, Mm. how much more when our Father in Heaven does that for us too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we just follow his model of it and keep asking him to grow it in us and to help us in those situations where we're like, oh, you weren't very gentle there. And again, the Holy Spirit just deals with us so gently. You know, when I was talking about that situation where I went to God and I was frustrated with myself because I'd been impatient with my daughter... I didn't get told off by God. Just yeah. felt that very gentle love. Okay, well, there's going to be another opportunity and yeah. we go at it again, you know. Yeah. But I, I took from it some um, in, encouragement that actually I'd recognised it in myself. So I was yeah. like, right, okay, there's an opportunity for next time for me to be a bit more aware of this. And I think it's just going with the prompts of when he when he does prompt you to be more gentle. And I do find for me that he's prompting me more and more to listen well Mm. Um, and I think that's because it out of listening well comes the kindness the love like you were saying Mm. the compassion the gentleness all those good things that for me come out of just listening to someone well and at the end of the time they they do feel more loved yeah going at their pace as well I totally agree with that I think that's really important and I, I was thinking earlier about how that flows out of or these things flow out of a really contented heart don't they if you Mm. know you're loved by Jesus and there's time and space for you then you it's easier to give time and space to other people as well isn't it and I think Mm. when you just have a real contentment in who you are, who you've been made by Jesus, the life he's given you, including all the circumstances within it, when you have contentment in that, like there's an automatic sort of gentleness in that, isn't there? And, mm. a, and a kindness in that. And discontent is the real sort of enemy to that, isn't yes. it? Yes. So it's yeah. re- if you're more likely to get annoyed with someone else, you're more likely to get annoyed with yourself if actually there is just this underlying, I'm not happy with how you've made me God and I'm not happy with my life as it is it's very hard to be gentle be kind be patient be loving be any of those things isn't it yeah yeah so I think it's when we're not asking God to to put his finger on why it is that we haven't reacted gently in that situation 
Yeah. And what is it that was going on in us that made us react? Yeah. Like, whether it was they pressed buttons in us or it brought something out in us or, you know, actually we haven't been spending enough time receiving the love of the Father for ourselves. Yeah. Because yeah. the more time we spend with Jesus, the better we get at this stuff, right? Because we're yeah. sort of soaking in that place of um, knowing that we're loved, like you said, knowing that someone's shown infinite kindness to us all of that stuff it's it's a bit like you know the people that you hang around with in your day-to-day life will affect the person that you become won't they so yeah yeah when we spend time with Jesus and the more time we spend with Jesus I've seen these fruits of the spirit grow in my life more yeah without me having to do an awful lot yeah it's yeah. just by just spending time with him yeah and I think that's the point and I think that's important you know, as we're going through talking about different fruit of the spirit, and I love it, and I love thinking about how they're distinct from each other, but we aren't saying, and I know you're not saying, like, we are pursuing gentleness. It's like, yeah, no, we're always saying we're pursuing Jesus, Jesus and then yeah. automatically, if we're doing that, these things will grow in our hearts and in our lives, and we don't need to worry about oh, I must, I must try hard to be, that's like yeah. so opposed to the gospel <laughs> that when I think that's fundamental message of the gospel of us trying hard, harder, doesn't achieve anything. Yeah. <laughs> we need the help of Jesus. And so he is more than capable of changing us to be a gentle person in our pursuit and love of him. Um, that's, that's the first and foremost focus, like love and know him, pursue him, seek first his kingdom. And I was going to say that as well. Added. Yeah. Oh, there you amazing. go then. Yeah. <laughs> it was of the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I've run out of stuff to say on gentleness now. Yeah, that's quite a nice. I think that's a good note to land on as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Let's yeah. just pursue Jesus. It is quite simple. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back again in a couple of weeks' time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at thenotsoperfectchristianlife.com.